Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach, coming to you from Savannah, Georgia. Beautiful uh, part of the country here where Stephanie and I are continuing our big adventure on our floating home. And I have a really great guest today. Her name is Krista Grasso. She is a lean business consultant who helps growing businesses achieve more by doing less, which I'm a big fan of. She does that through a combination of strategic planning and lean business practices. She is known as the business optimizer. Krista has the ability to quickly cut through the noise and focus on optimizing the core things that will make the biggest impact to grow and scale a business. Krista specializes in helping businesses identify the most important strategically aligned things they should focus on right now that will drive maximum value for their customers and maximum profits for their business. Krista, welcome to Dream Business Radio. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. And is, is there any snow in the ground in Connecticut or, is, or is, has that passed? Yeah, there's snow, but we haven't had too much uh, this year yet. <laughs> well, good. Not that I'm not that I'm needling you. but <laughs> it, Anyway, that's that's why we, we travel south, because I, I, my expression is I've shoveled my last driveway. But anyway, I'm really I'm really excited when you're um when your information crossed my desk, because I love talking with other kind of business coaches and consultants. Um, and uh, so I want to talk to you about the lean out method. So, but first of all, are you a first generation entrepreneur, Krista, or did you have some parents or grandparents that kind of helped you find your way and inspired you? I am a first generation entrepreneur. So that means your your parents were mortified after they helped you get through college and then you chose to be an entrepreneur, right? Oh yeah, I got the the typical like, but you need a pension and it's so much risk and you're so smart and think about what you could do for another business and <laughs> Yes. Did you go to college or university, whatever you, whatever expression you wanted to use? I did. I actually started out as a fine art major. And about halfway through my journey, I realized if I'm going to be running a business and being an entrepreneur and doing my own thing, I should really learn how to run a business. And wow. I switched and ended up getting a business degree. Well, I think that was a wise choice. <laughs> I was down here in Savannah. We went on a tour and there's a... Um, a college of art and it's like $60,000 a year. I'm like 60,000 for one year and then to become, you know, quote unquote, starving artists. So uh, I think, um, I think entrepreneurship will, will do good for you. <laughs> for sure. And honestly, I saw that all around me and I started to get that. Am I going to be working in a coffee shop for the rest of my life? Like everyone else I've seen graduate while they try to do their art on the side. And that's not what I want. If I really want to do this, I better figure out how to do this right and do this successfully. <laughs> 
So um, the lean out method, um, did you, how long have you been doing that? Is this your first business or what's that look like? Oh, no, I've had many a business over the years. Um, okay. <laughs> so when I did graduate with my business degree, I ended up getting a job working for a company. I was actually managing a Starbucks at the time. And one of my morning customers had um, said, you know, I'd really love to have you come work with me. But the only way I can get you to come in is if you come in as a consultant, because I need you to start right away and not oh. knowing what any of that. That meant I said sure and so it started my career in consulting right out of college without really recognizing how amazing of an opportunity that was to step into and the company that I started working with was doing lean and I had never heard of lean before either and so it was something that I just completely fell in love with so I've spent more than 20 years working um consulting with a lot of really large kind of fortune 50 clients and doing lean and helping them to lean out their business. But it wasn't until probably um, maybe about seven or eight years ago when I started to struggle in one of my own businesses, which was my jewelry business at the time. And I made this realization that I'm having all these problems in my business and yet I'm helping all these other businesses have so much success. Why am I not applying lean practices in my own business? And that was where the lean out method. Because the cobbler's kids usually have the worst shoes, right? <laughs> so, I mean, in hindsight, you look back and you're like, how did I not realize this sooner? But you, <laughs> live and learn. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. So I've had my coaching business for uh, well, 12 years now. And I've, I, I have coached people in all different uh, industries and niches, but I've helped more people either start or grow coaching businesses. And often it's like, and some of them don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to publicly be in your group, but I want you to coach me, Jim. But it's like they, it's like some of the things that I sell, tell them to say, yeah, that's exactly what I tell my clients, you know? <laughs> yep. So it's hard, I guess it's hard to help yourself sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was the birth of the lean out method. And it was, you know, what I had used in my own business <laughs> and then have since helped, you know, so many other people do. And today I primarily work more with coaches and consultants and more service-based businesses, but it yes. started in my, my product-based business. <laughs> so what's interesting, I just want to, so when you were discovered at Starbucks, sounds like you, you were an actress or a model <laughs> discovered <laughs> when you were discovered at Starbucks um, and you said, so you've been practicing lean. Uh, is that just your own terminology based on your current business or is that like a business philosophy that I've not 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 heard of by name, so to speak? Yeah, no, it's a it's a business. Um, it's a way of working specifically in the manufacturing spaces where it was born. And so oh. you may or may not have heard of TPS, the Toyota production system. Um, this was kind of how cars had revolutionized how they were manufactured back in the 1930s. Um, and so that was where a lot of these practices first came about. The term lean didn't really come about until the early 90s um, when somebody had really done an analysis of all of the big car companies, Toyota being one of the, the leads in that space. Ford was a lead as well. Um, and they had really analyzed how they had done things and they started to call it lean. And so it's a way of doing things where you're eliminating any waste in your system and really focused on value. And so to me, that's something all businesses should be doing is eliminating waste in what they do and focusing yeah. on value for their customers. Wow. Where does, I'm curious where some of the people that you work with, where does the we'll call it the fat, which is be the opposite of lean. Where does the fat come in in the business when when cash flow suddenly is not a week to week, you know, uh, 
nightmare, worrisome issue and things go. And, and then next thing you know, you're just adding products and programs and courses and software. And next thing you know, you're just bloated and some of that's not needed. Is that a, like, it ha- is that how it happens for most people? <laughs> that is 100% how it happens. And okay. If you think about when businesses start, right, the nature of what I call the emerge stage and other people call the startup stage, you're saying yes to all the things, right? You're trying to find your product market fit. So you're saying, sure, I'll do, I'll take that on. I'll try that. I'll launch this program. I'll do this course. I'll work with this client. And you say yes to all of the different things, which is fine. That's part of how you find what's working. But you have to go through a process after that of actually leaning out and kind of doubling down on the things that are really working and getting rid of all of that extra stuff before you try to scale your business. And I see a lot of people take all that noise and basically try to scale it and they end up completely burning themselves out and spending way more money in their business than they need to. Not, you know, not only that, but they're just doing too much and it's really confusing for their clients because they've got too many offers and too many things. And it just doesn't end up being a recipe for, for great growth in business. Yeah. You know, so I went through that period myself. So, I mean, I can totally relate. Um, so I started my first business 2001 and 2005, I created my first online business, no hassle newsletters, which then turned into five online businesses. Then I started coaching in 2009. So, I mean, for a period, I was like, I'm not going to say, you know, not Warren Buffett, but I was rolling where cash was no longer a problem. And what I've done recently, especially since Stephanie and I moved on our boat, we've kind of, we, we are living our life on a lean way. And so I started looking at some of my my expenses. I, I said, what is this? And it's like some software that I haven't even used in two years, which is why I kind of asked that question. It's like, well, you used to use that for, now you use Zoom. I'm like, well, why am I still paying for this? So I think that that people, you know, Prince is probably not a great expression, fat, dumb, and happy when, when sales are really roaring. But in reality, one of the things I've done in my own business and what I'm helping some of my clients today is you can make more bottom line profit without even getting any new customers mm-hmm. by by kind of what you say the lean out method is is that is that what you do basically yeah 100% is i mean it really is it's about profitability and not revenue and people just leak so much money in their business and so much time in their business honestly and so between the two of those if you really focus on and make sure that you know you are investing in the right things you have the right offers um, and you know you're doing the right activities and you're just focusing on the ones that you know provide value to your clients and profit to your business, there's so much time and money that you can regain in your business that gives you more profit. And it usually gives people a lot more fulfillment too, because it gets them out of that feeling of I have to, and that pressure of a never ending to-do list. So I know being a serial entrepreneur, I, I, dislike kind of strategy. I don't like looking at, I hired a very smart CPA. I don't want to know tax law. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the rainmaker in the business, you know, which is not a bad skill to have, but so when, when does someone kind of wake up and realize that they need, you know, services like you offer? I mean, what's, what is the, is there an event that takes place? Do they suddenly find themselves short on cat? Well, then they start looking. I mean, what is typically the driving force of somebody working with you? Honestly, it's usually they're on the verge of burnout. 
That's oh. what happens more so than anything else. Cause the burnout comes from the struggles that they're having with cash. And so they're working harder and harder and harder and trying to do more and more and more and things aren't working or things are working, but they constantly have that revenue roller coaster where they had a really successful launch and then they've got a big dip and then they're starting over again, trying to figure out how am I going to bring that new revenue in? And they just don't have good systems in place um, in order to really reliably bring in income in their business. They don't usually have really solid teams in place. They may have people that work for them, but they're not really skilled at building um, high-performing teams and getting people who really get their vision and kind of are out there running the business for them, if you will. Um, and so there's a lot of those different things that are the symptoms, but the catalyst is usually, I'm on the verge of burnout. This isn't working. I know I need to do something. Can you help me? Okay. And so what's walk me through like the first steps of when you get a client, let's say it's a client, let's just say doing half a million dollars or a million dollars or something like that. What's, what are the first few steps that you, that you do? Yeah, absolutely. I have that my method itself, I break it down into four overarching steps. The first one is context, then clarity, then commitment, then Kaizen, which is a lean concept, which is all about um, small continuous improvements. And so we start with context always. And context is tell me your vision, tell me kind of where you want to take things, why it's important to you. And when I look at that, I look at three different facets. It's where do you want to go for the business? Where do you as the business owner want to actually be? What's that life lifestyle that you want? Like the change that you made moving to the boat, right? That probably influenced some of the things you did in your business, or at least made you consider some of those things. So it's always good to know where somebody wants to go and where they see themselves as well, and what role they want in their company. Do they keep wanting to be involved in the day to day? Or do they more want to be that strategic leader and have a team that does things for them? And then the big piece of this is the client. And so where in the future do you see your clients? Who do you want to be working with? What are they going to need from you in the future that maybe they don't need from you today that you need to evolve towards? So we start there. So we have a lot of clarity on where they want to take things across those three facets. Um, and then we get really clear on, and what do we need to do right now, like in the next 90 days in order to start to move the needle towards that. And then we look at what they're actually doing. And usually there's a pretty big disconnect between where they see things going and where they want to take things and what they're doing on a day-to-day -day basis right now. So what is your number one strategy for um, if a client's obviously everybody wants to grow, but they don't want to get into either overwhelm or more overwhelm? It's, I mean, the, the reality is you have to get really good at saying no. It's just the more, the further you take your business and the more you grow, whereas in the emerge stage, it's all about saying yes. As you move out of the emerge stage and you're in grow and into scale, right? No becomes your best friend. And I think you need to know what to say yes to, and you need to know what to say no to. And that's where that context comes in and where that clarity comes in, where you know where you want to go long-term, you know what you need to be focused on short-term. Um, and Beyond that, you need to say no to everything else and you need to really say no to everything else and not give it lip service and then just slide it in because that's where you end up seeing really big jumps in growth in your business is when you are laser focused on those few things that really matter most and you could get rid of all of the other noise and the things that pull you away from the activities that actually matter in your business. Wow. And so... Um... The lean out method, how did you come up with that? I mean, is it from your own kind of self-reflection, your own errors and mistakes? And then 
starting your own business? I mean, is this like, is this the 20 years, <laughs> 20 years of uh, good work or how did that come about? <laughs> it is. And um, it is the um, simplified version of a lot of what I do when I consult with my fortune 50 clients. So I go in and I transform these big, huge multi-billion dollar organizations. Some of the biggest companies in the world I go in and work with, and I help them implement lean practices and transform the way they work. And so I wanted to take some of those principles because I think they're so important for businesses of any size and make them really simple and really applicable to small businesses, whether it's a solopreneur or whether it's a you know business owner with a small team of like 10 people. I wanted them to be able to get the same benefits that all of the big companies are using um, to really kind of differentiate themselves and stay market leaders. And so that was a lot of what I did was it was more translation of what I've been doing with these large companies for so many years, breaking it down to a small business level, and then just leveraging a lot of the patterns that I've seen in my own businesses and a lot of the business, small businesses that I've consulted with over the past 20 years as well. Why do you think it's so important to achieve balance in business? And right now I'm talking about overwhelm because so many people are just grow, 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 top line sales growth, et cetera. I'm sure you work with people who are driven like that, but how do you help them um, achieve some kind of balance? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody faces some sort of moment in their life <laughs> where they realize that there are things that are important in addition to their business. And I think, you know, you don't want to have one of those epiphany moments that you're like, I wish I spent more time with my family or I spent more time on self-care or I think you really do want to always be thinking about business is a very important part of you and what you do, but what else is important to you? And in a lot of ways, right, we went into business to have that freedom and flexibility to kind of do what we want with our time to make that impact. And yet a lot of people end up putting all of that time in the business and they don't put time on those other things that they thought they went into business for in the first place. And so I usually encourage people to get really clear on what are those other things outside of business that are important to you. And you have to really carve out time for them and you have to be really intentional with your time because there's never ending list of things you could do in your business. You need to kind of put a container around how much time you're willing to allocate to your business so that you can create that space for those other things. Um, and that to me is what balance is about. It's not about every day you work in a specific eight hours here and spend two hours with your family. Like it doesn't really happen that way. But when you look at the macro, when you look at your 90 days or your year, you should have a really good mix of things other than your business that you're investing your time into. And it just, it keeps you happy. It keeps you healthy. It keeps you connected with things that are important to you beyond your business. Um, how do you feel about this whole hustle? You know, um, side hustle, hustle. If you're not working 20 hours on your business, you're not serious. What are your thoughts on that? I think hustling is BS. Um, I think that it, here's what hustling means to me. And everybody has different definitions of the word. Hustling is I'm going to work harder instead of working smarter. It's I am going to work, 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 because eventually something is going to work out. And it's the harder instead of uh, strategic way of approaching things, right? And hard work is important. I think anyone who tells you that there's not hard work in business is full of it. Um, business is a lot of hard work, but I think you always want to try to be strategic and always look at smarter ways to be doing things. And that to me is not hustling. 
<laughs> hustling is I'm just going to keep going no matter what. And usually when you're hustling, you're working so hard that you're kind of missing the patterns and the metrics and the things that are actually telling you what's working. So you have to just keep working harder and harder. Um, whereas when you are trying to be more strategic and work smarter in what you do, you're being very intentional with your time. You're measuring, you're looking at what's actually working. You're making decisions on what to do next based on things that are working instead of just working a little bit harder and doing a little bit more and feeling like that's what you need to do to be successful. Wow. Um, really great interview. I think I got time for maybe one more question. How do you scale an online business, um, whether it be coaching or other service, by, um, by providing like a tangible product? So this is something that right now in particular is just a really great idea for a lot of business owners. But I have in my own business, I had created a 90-day planner, a physical product. And I did that very strategically, but there ended up being a lot of benefits to that that I actually, when I created it, wasn't thinking about. And I think because so many people are remote and they're missing a lot of that connection that we've had in prior years, that the uh, product sales this year in particular um, and going into, I think, the next few years are through the roof. In my own businesses, I've had more than double product sales without doing anything different whatsoever. And I think that when you're thinking about scaling your business and you're thinking about growing your business, a really smart strategic way to do that is to think about adding a physical product because it's something that people want. Something like a planner or a workbook or journal is especially valuable because you can take what you do when you work with your coaching clients or when you work with you know the group program that you have and you can translate it into something that somebody has on their desk that they are using every single day to actually get results. And it helps to deepen their transformation give them added accountability, but it also puts your business and your brand on their desk in front of them all day, every day, which usually leads to quite a bit of upsell and interest in other things that you do. So I've seen this be such a profitable way for businesses to scale. And I think a lot of service-based businesses don't think about adding a tangible product, but if you have anything that's kind of signature to you, like a signature offer, a signature method, a signature program, it is a really great opportunity to take that and create a physical product that goes along with it. Wonderful. Well, Krista, what a great interview. You've shared a lot of good information. I'm sure people are going, don't forget to ask her. I don't folks. It's not my first rodeo. <laughs> How can people connect with you? And, and once you share some information about your website, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me at leanoutmethod.com. And, you know, I think probably the best way to get connected with me is through my Facebook group. I do live training every single week. Um, I, everyone has an opportunity to do Q&A with me every week. And so you can find that through leanoutmethod.com slash group. And I'd love to see you in my next live training. Well, thank you so much, Krista. It's been a real pleasure having you on Dream Business Radio. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Krista Grasso. Make sure you check her out at leanoutmethod.com and um, get connected with her there. She's got some real good information. I was looking at her blog, et cetera. So um, that's it. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. If you and I are connected only on this podcast, you can fix that by going to getjimpalmer.com. Connect with me there. If you're interested in joining um, my mastermind group, that's at dreambizcoaching.com, dreambizcoaching.com. But until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, and you take good care. 
Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.